All right, welcome back to the Green Rush Live. I'm Josh Kincaid from the Talking Hedge. We got Doug Miller here as well. We're going to have a good guest on as well, Carrie Akati. She's a founder and CEO of 420 Media. Uh, but before she jumps on, we're going to chat briefly about uh, ChatGPT. Uh, what does AI say about the cannabis industry? Um, obviously, lots of issues. I'm on the West Coast, you're on the East Coast. So uh, we've been going through a lot of issues for a long time, and you guys are now going through those issues. So always fun to uh, reflect on uh, pain points, <laughs> just not only to um, try to help people out, but uh, avoid pitfalls, right? So if you're going through it, we can help you. And obviously, if you're paying attention, you can avoid those things. So current issues with cannabis media specifically is sensationalism. So saying uh, a lot of these news stories are just about um, sensational rather than topics providing balance or accurate information. Uh, lack of diversity, misinformation, stereotyping, legal restrictions, and then advertising influence are issues. So um, I don't know. What kind of issues are you seeing in, in Jersey right now? Hello. How are you? Oh, hey, Carrie. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. good. Sorry about that. It's new all right. New stuff, new place. How you doing? Good. You're with us. Carrie Akati, founder, CEO, 420 Media. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Doing good. Um, you were in Arizona, right? But you're, uh, that's not an Arizona accent. You're from New York, but you've done a lot of time. I met you in Washington. Uh, you've been in the industry for a really long time. So wanted to bring you on and chat about, um, you know, things that you've seen. So we were just going to talk about like chat GPT because there's issues that, that have happened in the East, the West coast that the East coast can avoid, uh, if they're paying attention, if they want to, um, even though most of them probably won't. Uh, and we're just going to see a repeat of that. Um, well, let's hope not, Josh. Well, yeah, let's hope not. Let's hope they're paying attention to us, right? I mean, there's a lot of media outlets out there putting out really good information that have solutions to issues that we've seen firsthand. Uh, so there's plenty, there's no excuses, basically. There's plenty of information out there, right? Mm -hmm. What are some of, some, some of the issues you're seeing uh, in Arizona? I know you just got there. I don't know if you maybe want to, uh, briefly chat about either New York or uh, Arizona. Um, are there any any things that you've seen that echo from the past in terms of media restrictions and uh, limitations? Actually, Arizona's got a great market here, and they they're doing really well. They have a meetup uh, called Meta every month, and they have thousands of um, people that show up to that event. And it's from what I notice, it's like a mix, Josh, between old school and legalization both. So you still get to have like the culture and you get to hang out with people and you're engaging in ideas and it still has got that like fun buzz, but they're very legal. They're making hand over fist here. Um, herb isn't so good yet, but I think that will change in time. And um, I think Arizona is a really cool market. And I think, you know, they're, they're, you know, even by doing this event and doing different podcasts and stuff, they're, they're using what they can for media to get their brands out. And that's a really good. So we met at a very similar uh, event. The, I think it was um, MJBA, Marijuana Business Association. Mm -hmm. And there's some of those that are out there. Uh, Cannabis Lab is kind of based out of like 
I guess Miami now. Yeah, um, I think in Florida. Yeah, I went to one of their first ones like a hundred years ago. It feels like. Yeah, so these are these are pretty good ways of people to get their name out and stomp the ground, right? But I guess during COVID they weren't able to, so people have really had to go digital and find other ways of of getting their word out. Um, what are what are some uh, some things out there that you've seen creative, unique, uh, available, um, all of that good stuff? Well, I mean, without talking about ourselves and how awesome our our content and opportunities are, I think that no, your your dog is letting you know that was a softball throw up for you to talk about some of the things that some of the things that you're involved with. Carrie Carrie's uh, been around for a long time, has a lot of media. So in addition to 420 Media, she's got an app. She's got a company called Canna TV, a lot of content, um, Super Bowl, Marvin Washington on there with cannabis, talking about active cannabis lifestyle and football and stuff. So I was, well, was setting you up for that. Introduce me to your co-host properly. We haven't done that yet? Oh, that's all right. I am Doug Miller. How are you doing? Hi, Doug. I'm great. How are you? Excellent, excellent. And I uh, was checking out your platform. It's awesome. I was watching some videos earlier. And uh, yeah, oh, cool. we, we do want to talk about that platform because I do want to give you some plugs. And it's a really cool platform. You have a lot of educational information on there. And uh, yeah, tell us about how you really got to that platform because I saw you build an app for it and you really are pushing it along. So I want to hear a little more about that. Yeah, so, so well, it kind of has to do with the East Coast. Originally, I left New York uh, December 10th, 2013 on a mission to educate the world about cannabis after my aunt died. So it started really personal. I'm a, I'm a cannabis consumer or patient since I'm very young and it's really helped with my health and, and other things. And so I, I've always known about the plant. Um, and then I was lucky to know someone that owned a collective was what they called dispensaries at the time in Northern California. And I started there. And so it really was, you know, at first it was before you can educate others is you have to educate myself and really understand what is this layout. And that's kind of when, um, you know, I started in Cali, went to, to Oregon and then ended up in Washington when jo Josh and I uh, connected. I think Josh, it was like 2014 or, or 15 area. Um, and so, yeah, it was really just, a, 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 as still is, a mission to, to truly reach the people looking for the medicine or the, 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 the plant to use for whatever reason they want to, whether it's hemp on building a house or skincare or um, using the plant for health or to just, you know, take the edge off. And so I think that, you know, this information has been blocked for a long time. Um, my background is uh, a production. I'm a director. I'm a producer. I'm a trained actor. So it wasn't something I, I just started when I moved into this space. And so when I came in, um, after my friend, when I started, told me I was the worst trimmer he ever met, I realized that uh, I should probably stay in my lane, right? And so, um, and so that's what I, so that's how it really started. And, and it really just became a fight, to be honest with you, because um, you know, using media like when Josh and I met is, you know, this is an ever changing landscape still 10 to nine years later, just ever changing. And, and you have this, 
um, a tornado of different people from patients to, to uh, businessmen, to politicians and, and, and medical professionals. And so people just don't really understand. And, you know, to really understand the plant is to understand the history first and foremost, and then to understand how we got here. And I think that that's often overlooked even still to this day. And so that's, that's really what um, it began. We, we, were, we started filming early on. Uh, we have eight years of professionally filmed content since 2014 that will, will be released on the platform. Um, and in that time, I also had, you know, I personally went through experiences with television. We had a, what they call an agency of record with CBS. So back in 2015 and 16, we were supposed to be airing cannabis content that was, that was contractual. And, and then CBS reneged on that in um, 2016, about a week after the election. So um, that's going into a documentary. So it's still coming out. It's just coming out in a different way. And we'll see what, what they think about that. Um, what that did was it gave me real insight that this information was being blocked and it was purposely being blocked. And it was purposely being blocked across all sorts of levels. And um, in, in, the, in the same time, there was this divide constantly being, being created on, on very local levels, like, like in Seattle or in Washington, um, as well as in California and in Oregon. And so uh, watching this whole thing play out the way it is, it's been interesting, to say the least, um, and really enlightening. At the end of the day, people still need the education. They need the information. And now brands are growing and they realize that they need the resources to reach the consumers. And so this is where Connected really comes in. And, um, and right now we have a lot of content, as you saw. Marv Washington's a Super Bowl champion. He's a host of one of our programs called The Fifth Quarter, which really delves into endocannabinoid system and, and athletes and cannabis. We have really cool animation. Um, we have a holiday series that 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 came out last uh, in December that really told the story from um, from Santa's point of view of you know understanding why people want the plant and gave real insight to legalization and how we got there. So I suggest definitely watching that. Um, and, and right now we're we're about to launch a can of guide which opens it up for brands to actually put themselves on TV and, and speak directly to their consumers through um, digital content or uh, um, static ads like magazine ads with QR codes. So then people can then go scan that QR code. We're all staying compliant. And then you're keeping that consumer as well as the data involved. So it's, it's the, the game for me never changes let's educate the world about cannabis and how do we do that with this with this post that keeps moving and landscape that keeps changing and now we're here so now it's it's gotten a lot more fun no that's an awesome awesome interesting story and uh we have a lot of similarities because i uh I lost my mom to cancer in 2016. She was actually one of the first medical patients in New Jersey. We had one dispensary at the time. It was called Compassionate Science, and now it's what well, Cure Relief owns. And uh, and yeah, she was she never smoked a day in her life. I've been in the legacy market. I'm 42 since I was 15. I can count on both hands how many days in my entire life I haven't smoked. So 
I loved the cannabis plant. And there was a major reason why I had really bad allergies. And when I was 15, I smoked and it was the first thing ever that ever relieved my allergies immediately. And I was like, this is something amazing. And I'll tell you what, I've been a pothead ever since. And I've been very happy to say it. And I've always been pro cannabis and I never liked alcohol. I always thought everything else was garbage. And here you just fast forward it's funny i have a lot of friends that were big drinkers and everything and now they all consume cannabis and they all say i get it why you always did this like and it makes a lot of sense you were able to work seven days a week 15 hours a day and really go after your goals and achieve things and you can't really do that with alcohol you don't find many people that drink that have that kind of ambition or can even get up the next morning and do things like that and uh cannabis allowed me to do it my entire life still to this day and yeah i'm proud of it so and and i've watched to help people medically just like you were saying medicinally you have to help people and teach them the plant and uh i actually make oils that stop seizures and i work with doctors and help people all over the place and and it's a beautiful thing when you can see that doctors give them pharmaceutical medicine gives out pharmaceutical medicines to patients and it doesn't help and then you give them cannabis it just grows out of the ground and you literally do your own extractions you know everything is very safe and then it stops people's seizures and they go to these doctors and they're just amazed they're like wow that's amazing and it's like no it's not it's because this stuff actually works and the stuff you're giving them is garbage it's one compound of garbage and it's just not made to work and yeah it's a it's awesome that you were that passionate about it and took it to that next level and you have this literally an entire enterprise about cannabis and helping people it's a it's an amazing story it's awesome thank you thank you and i'm sorry to hear about your mom and oh. and really glad to hear that that you're following that path too i i think it like for me i know it's like a higher power for sure because if it was just like honestly if it was just to come in here and make money or friends i would have quit a long time ago it's really hard industry to be in um, but, but the power of the plant is, is just, it's, uh, it keeps us going. Right. And it connects keeps us, driven. which is beautiful. And no, it does. It keeps you driven because there's a passion and you see, you see how it helps people. And when you can help people, it's important. And, uh, and that's what it's all about. And that's how I was raised too. I was ready to help people. And I still help my neighbors and everybody. And again, I work with people and try to help them help their elements or help them have a quality of life at the end of their lives when people are not are terminally ill. And, you know, you're, they're just feeding them pharmaceutical medicine. That's really making them worse. It's making them more sick. They can't eat. It's, it just reacts with their body and then they all counter react with each other and cannabis is just natural you can give it to them in different forms you can oils and tinctures or gummies and yeah it's just amazing and yeah i was watching like i said i was watching a few of the videos on the medical on your thing i was like well, that's really good content and i agree everybody should really know about it and it should be taught and not looked down upon do you know about Ryan's Law, you guys? It's no, in please inform us. Yeah, so Ryan's Law is in California, and it passed, I think it was last year, that now hospitals in California are required to allow um, cannabis patients to have supervision using cannabis if they're in hospice. 
So definitely look into it because I know there's they're also spreading it across the country. Um, I'm I'm on a board of a nonprofit. The father, uh, his name's Jim Bartelst, was the the father of a son who passed away who started that. His son was Ryan, and um, he was using cannabis in a hospital. It was giving him benefit, and he wasn't able to use it properly. They were giving him a hard time. He had to transfer. And nonetheless, he ended up passing away in his 40s. And his father really fought hard alongside of um, some nurses. And, and, and uh, I think you know Ken Sobel, uh, Josh, and, and Heather Manis. Yeah. Yeah. And a champagne. So definitely look into that. I, it, it's just amazing. I love, love, love to see that in New Jersey and New York. I Me too. It. Honestly, I will absolutely look into it. My middle name is actually Ryan, so it means it? something to me. And uh, yeah, I will be looking into it for sure because I I believe in it myself. It's it's important, and uh, and yeah, I explain every day because I'm always talking to people about how great cannabis is. And I say, listen, you have an endocannabinoid system, and it's proven. Like you actually need these cannabinoids. It helps your life. And I'm like, I'm 42. I do pretty well. And I've been smoking a lot. I'm not a drinker or anything else. And I said, like, look, it does work. And people, some people catch on, but you know, it's, it's hard. Some people are just in that mindset that it's bad for you. And it's hard to hard to change some people's minds, but I love your educational content that you're providing because you're making that difference in the in the cannabis industry. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. It really means a lot. Thank you. And so are you guys by putting this information out. And that's what we try to do. We work as a team. And like you said, it's all teamwork and we try to educate people and answer questions and really guide people in the right direction and, and really help them out in this industry. Because like you said, it's one of the hardest businesses or industries to have a business and people, they think because, hey, it's cannabis and a lot of money is produced in the entire industry. There's tons and tons of companies and people don't they don't understand the overhead of really what it costs to run a cannabis company because it's not like any other business and then you can't use banks. So that makes it way harder for everything. Huge, right? <laughs> I like a huge component to that whole business thing is that whole bank they, they had, everyone else in the world has. <laughs> that so I, asked, wrench. I asked chat GPT. We've only got about five minutes left. So I want to ask this last question, question for you, Carrie and see, uh, what you think. I asked ChatGPT listing the reasons why top performing cannabis companies are doing so well. Number one was strong branding and marketing. Mm -hmm. Maybe not a surprise to based on this conversation. Access to capital is on there and obvious. Compliance and regulations. We've seen a lot of people fail that didn't really appreciate that. Uh, and then innovation, right? So uh, those are four things that companies are doing well. Is there anything within that or that's, that it's missing that you kind of wanted to highlight? I mean, number one was strong branding and marketing. I think that's kind of speaks for itself. I love chat GPT too. Isn't it such, such a cool tool? Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. But I think it's in those headings that's where the juice is and that's where the gold is, right? What are you doing to market? What are you doing to reach your consumer? And you know, this, this 
this misinformation that you either a can't advertise or that you have to spend a gazillion dollars when you know fact of the matter is there's more podcasts now than ever there's more events now than ever there's more local businesses involved now than ever so you know like we you spoke of josh as we met at the mjba and back in 2014 that's exactly what they were doing is coming together on a local level we'd get on stage introduce ourselves have a good laugh and you know we were able to build in that local and then when you build in the local you're also can build in the social and then you start to go into outside events and so i think focusing you know to to really you know i think if people you know stay focused one on what their product is too and who they're trying to reach right and i think everyone's like oh i want to raise money and i want to do this and and they're all raising money and they're losing it like a lot of it and <laughs> It doesn't matter if you don't have a good product, right? And like we spoke about yesterday, you and I, Josh, is that, you know, you can come into the industry with all the money in the world, but you don't know how to grow weed. You're done for. You're buying marble floors when you need dirt, right? You're <laughs> the wrong people to, and you're spending all of this money that's unnecessary and you're hurting people. You're hurting the very people that, that brought this here. So, you know, my suggestions to those MSOs and those, any retailer independent is connect with these farmers, man, connect with these legacy players and work something out where you can work together because I think you're gonna save money and you're gonna bring that consumer the best product that they're looking for. And it's not about a high, it's about, what that's making each of us feel because your high is going to be different than what I, I get high or feel good. And I think, you know, innovation is, is amazing in the cannabis industry. I cannot understand why people keep making gummies that look like gummies and they're the same thing. Like, come on, man, get innovative, right? There is like everything in the world you can make with cannabis right now. There's a restaurant here. I haven't gone. It's a dispensary. I think it's called The Mint. Ray Molino, I think is his name. Um, they have a, a, a kitchen where you can get food that's infused, like real, real food, fries and like food food. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I think people are sleeping on hemp right now. I think uh, really like, again, in the, in that clothing, in the, in the whole housing, I think they just passed that into the housing codes as well. So, um, you know, all these like new markets are opening. I just confirmed I'm working on a 420 conference in, in the Virgin Islands that we'll be announcing next week. So again, super innovative. You've got tourists, you've got Islanders. So I'd love to see, I would love to see people, um, made me want to come to your town to explore that cannabis um, journey. And don't everyone try to be like California, be like yourselves and, and let me, and, and then maybe get the farmers that you might need from California to help you grow to the best in your environment, knowing that the knowledge that they have, right. And the connections to the good genetics and all that good stuff. So uh, you got a lot of knowledge. You got a lot of shows about genetics and, and a lot of stuff. If people want more information and uh, get more connected, where can they do that at? So everyone download Connected TV, please. And you can get the links at connected, C-A-N-N-E-C-T-E-D dot TV. We're across Roku, Apple, Android, Amazon Fire, all the smart TVs, except Samsung. So 
to Samsung. They denied us. Um, we're so connected TV 420media.us is the marketing agency. My name is Carrie Accardi. You can reach me on connected T, uh, I mean, excuse me, LinkedIn or Carrie at 420media.us. And that's my email. Brilliant. Well, thanks again. I'm Josh Kincaid from the Talking Hedge. This is the Green Rush Cannabis Business Talk Show produced by Pro Cannabis Media, where we discuss news issues in the cannabis market and each week conduct a deep dive into specific topics in the industry like cannabis media. We got Doug Miller every week. Got to come back for next week's topic, though, between four and six Eastern. But until then, I think we're out of here. Y'all have a great weekend. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary. And I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.